Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Okay, here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to That's Life Podcast. This is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life through a Christian lens. And this is the very first episode of a new season, season four. I'm so excited about it. My story with his story. And I have a very special guest with me. Would you like to introduce yourself to the pod? Hi, my name is Audrey. Audrey is... (laughs) Hi, my name is Audrey. Um, no, Audrey is so amazing. She is definitely the person I've gravitated towards most mm-hmm. in the cast. Um, would you like to give yourself a little rundown, hype yourself up a little bit for the um, people? Sure. <laughs> I'm in his story. I am the female principal swing. So I like understudy all the lead girls. Um, I go to TCU. I study musical theater and I really like fried rice. Okay, thank you for that You're little so interesting tidbit. So for those of you that don't know, His Story the Musical is coming uh, to Dallas, Texas at the Grandscape in May, and we're super excited about it, and Audrey and I both sent in auditions for it. Like, mm-hmm. I sent in one around February. I went to the open call. Oh yeah, was... Audrey's special. She went to the open oh, call. Yeah. You'll see her in uh, one of the promo, <laughs> the promo videos. videos on Instagram. It's this is... Jesus and musicals. It's like my two favorite things. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite part. Audrey says... Um, actually, I, I heard about it on Corey Robertson's Instagram. Yeah, uh, it's Jesus and musical theater, which is like my two favorite things. And you can make fun of me, but I was the first person on that video. She so, was the face. She is the I face. I gave the camera crew what they were looking for. She re- And, you know, it's paid off, and now she's here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're both in the cast, and we're just going to be sharing about it, talking about it. And for this new season, for the new listeners who, if this is your first time listening to this podcast... My name is Abby Murphy. Um, I'm a sophomore at Belmont. Well, I guess not anymore. I guess I can't really say that. It's like on autopilot. I'm like, I do this. You this, still this. are. I Yeah, I, I guess I currently am still enrolled online at Belmont. But um, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm here in Texas now. And I can like officially say that because I wasn't <laughs> able to say that until now. Um, and I'll get into a little deeper of my story maybe on this podcast, maybe on another one, probably both. Um, but today we're going to hear all about Audrey's story and what, what is a swing and how did she get into it and being a Christian in a Christian show, but maybe not as much of a a Christian environment or, you know, finding bits and pieces here and there of both of those combined and all of it. (laughs) We're going to unpack all of it. Um, but first, before I get into that, I just want to break the ice a little bit. And let the people know who they're listening to. So I was letting Audrey listen to the notes. Or not listen to the notes. You can't listen to the notes. I could read them. And that's what she did, people. (laughs) That's what she did. Um, So I was letting her uh, read the notes before. And I abbreviated the game that we're playing today. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what's that? And I was like, ah, ah, ah. You're like, that's not for you. That's not for you. That's (laughs) for me. But now it's for everybody. Um, So today we're going to be playing Make It or Break It. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, for the for lifers, the hashtag for lifers, <laughs> the little fan base that's not actually the a fan base. The one like, that's me. <laughs> my mom being like, yes, that's me. I am. No, my mom and my grandma are true for lifers till 
like if I if I if I have two fans, fans it's is them. them. If I have no fans, they're dead. <laughs> Literally. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, oh the game. <laughs> Your mom. Shout out. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, mama. I love you guys so much. Can't wait to see you at the wedding in like three days. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's a story for another time. There's so much I have to unpack. <laughs> wow. Um, for those of you that don't know, make it or break it is you have a, your ideal perfect partner. But there's this one thing okay. that either causes you to like make it, like make the relationship mm-hmm. or break it and okay. you like cut it off. So like, for example, they're the perfect person, but make it or break it. They have Cheetos for fingers. Oh. Then you'd be like, oh, will I make it or will I break it? Can I like talk through or do I just have to answer straight up? Well, seeing as this is a podcast, I would encourage <laughs> that. I would. Yeah, I would okay. encourage you to talk about it. <laughs> we got some time to kill, girl. Um, I'm like, nah. <laughs> but I mean, personally, I would make it. I see it as a plus. But what if they break off? Then what are they? It's like a starfish. So they're just going to keep spreading. <laughs> yeah, it'll just grow back. Then sure, make it. If it okay. keeps growing back. I mean, I guess there's also nothing wrong with not having fingers. I don't know. I yeah. guess make it. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, by the way, before we get into the game, I'll just go ahead. I'm really casual here. Um, <laughs> but behind the other side of the camera, we have just casually a documentary team <laughs> filming us right now. So um, they're Jackson's smiling. giving us a peace sign. Um, <laughs> they're waving. Everyone's they're here. waving and they're just saying hi and we love them so much. So hey guys. <laughs> also, this I didn't even tell you the time frame. It's like 45-ish minutes is... Okay, good. Glad they said yes, because we're rolling now. Um, Okay, so here are the make it or break it questions. He's perfect, except he does the Macarena constantly in the middle of the night. Mm, I'd say break it, because I'm a pretty light sleeper, and I get really really cranky, because once I hit my wall, I'm like, it's bedtime, and I don't like to... (laughs) So I'd say break it. Audrey and I have sleepovers, but she sleeps in a different bed. (laughs) No, y'all want to hear this? Growing up, I had like two best friends, so it was the three of us. I would give them my room. They would sleep in my bed. I would go to another room because I didn't, I wanted to go to bed and did not want to be woken up. She is, she's, she's a silly one. She is. I'm very particular about my sleep routine Um, and don't like sharing it. So that one's a break it. That's okay. We still love you. He's perfect, except he sings to you 24 seven and he has a horrible voice. I would make it because, like, 24-7, does he, like, talk Well, like, normally? he sings a lot Sing, to Well, you. I guess I do this, too, you. so I guess Ooh. it's fine. I guess. I would see it as a bit. Do we have the option to, like, break up with them? Like, what if I say make it, and then I'm like, actually, later down the line, I break up with them? Because of that reason, though? I don't know. Maybe they you also like disturb me in my sleep. And then you just can't anymore? <laughs> yeah. You know, at that point, I feel like I would... I would I would be okay with you breaking up. Okay, then I, I'll say make it. We'll as try long it as out. I'm okay with it. Then everything I'll call will be you fine. before that happens. Thank you, <laughs> thank welcome. you for that. At this point, I'm like, if anything big happens in my life, you must know that. And it's I'm literally been one. three weeks. We've known each other for three weeks, it's and it's like instant. Mm-hmm. I'm crossing my fingers for those who can't see. Yeah, instant connection. Well, now they can't see. Oh. Instant connection. Um, okay. He's perfect, except... By the way, I got these all online, so some of them are, like, oddly specific, and I'm like... Mm, <laughs> that person okay. who wrote that had some vendetta against Yeah, like, someone. this one's a paragraph. Uh, oh he's gosh. perfect, except 
He all he has always changed his online status to in a relationship with other girls except for you. You're the only girl he was ever with that he still hasn't changed his online status, and he's online all the time in all caps. <laughs> Some girl really felt she's that hurt. One. If you're listening to this, girl, I'm <laughs> praying for you for real. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would say that's not a reason to break up, but you can have a conversation about it. Yeah. So make it. But to be honest, I. This is just how my brain interprets things, but I'm kind of like, he's too busy hanging out with you to worry about his status. <laughs> like, yeah. The if, last thing I think about if I'm like in a good place in life is like, ooh, let me let me go update my social media platform. Real quick. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. It's just I me, think if but... it's something that's really bothering you, you should talk to them. But then if they get like really defensive and really yeah. rude, then you should end things. Not but this turning into a, a dating, dating advice podcast. Girl, we got y'all. Thank you. <laughs> He's perfect, except your mother hates him. Oh, no. Break it. Break it. Bye-bye. If your family doesn't like him, then... Bye-bye. There's probably a reason, and you're probably just too yeah. blind to it. Unless she doesn't like him because he's so darn cute. <laughs> Anyways, okay, no. last question. He's perfect, except... Actually, I feel like you would like this. He's perfect, <laughs> except he will only talk about his upcoming football games. No... I will deal with it. My boyfriend is an athlete, so I hear a lot about sports. Um, I don't hate it, but I mean, I'm like, it's not my by. favorite thing in the world. <laughs> no. Now, if we talk about TCU football, then I'm there. I love talking about TCU football. Can't relate, but <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know. I sports guess, are fine. I guess I'm, I'm going like, to say make it because I'm kind of living that reality. Aww. You hear that, Jacob? <laughs> She's overcoming obstacles for you, buddy. So sweet. Um, anyways, okay, we're going to get into a little bit of a deeper conversation with Audrey now, and I'm super excited about it, but one thing on the podcast that I always do is open up in prayer with the people that are listening, just to kind of like set the stage, get the get the spirit flowing, invite the Holy <laughs> Spirit into the conversation. Um, so I... I can cut this out if you don't want to, and then no one will ever know. But would you <laughs> want to open us up? In yeah, prayer? I'll pray for us. Okay, thanks. Oh, yes. she's holding my hand, guys. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this moment. I thank you that I can be here with these people, Lord, and that you've given Abby the platform and the voice to do this, Lord. And I just pray that you are present through both of us. You're present in the words that we say, that you are mm. in this room, Lord, and that everything that is said and that is taken away and that is heard from this, Lord, is from you. Mm. And I pray for the people listening. I pray that they... Um, can only hear you and can only get what you are telling them, Lord, and that they just walk away feeling encouraged by um, what you have done in my life, what you've done in Abby's life, Lord. And uh, we just thank you for this day. In your heavenly name I pray, amen. Amen, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Okay, so first question. So you kind of already introduced yourself, mm -hmm. um, student in school, a swing in the musical. Mm -hmm. For the people that don't know, like the theater world, mm -hmm. what is a, what is a swing? A swing, so... There's lots of different levels of like understudies and covers and swings in theater world. So a swing, typically a swing covers an ensemble member. So a lot of times in productions, an ensemble member will understudy a lead. So when a lead is out, an ensemble member goes in and then a swing comes in. In our production, we did a little differently where I'm the female principal swing. So I, if one of the leads are out, I'm the first person to step in. Um, and I also, and she does an amazing job. Let me just, let me Thanks. just say there was one day she <laughs> played mother Mary and it was like what, four or five scenes. Like it was just like the back. first, no, it was just, 
it was the like first four, three songs. And then a, I did for 40 Days. Okay. She's not giving herself enough credit. But anyways, she killed it. Like, you literally killed it. And it was the first time. We had been together, what, like two weeks? Probably two weeks. This is probably point. our third week. And Audrey had never, like, stepped in before, but the Mother Mary wasn't feeling good that day. Love you, Jataria. We missed you. <laughs> but also, Audrey Slade. <laughs> you were so good. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't you make okay. Jeff cry? I think you made... He cried. Yeah. Oh, well, I know he clapped <laughs> and he cried and he hugged you. Jeff Calhoun did hug Jeff me. Jeff Calhoun. That was crazy. Director of Newsies, two time Tony, Tony nominee. Nominee. Nominator. Nomi- I don't know. Nominee. Did hug me. That hugged was pretty crazy. Audrey after her swing performance and rehearsal of Mother Mary. Yes. But basically, my job is to just know um all the parts that I'm supposed to cover and then be able to go on whenever they tell me so sometimes you could be told a week a month in advance and then sometimes you could be told five minutes before a show starts or during like during the show you just kind of always have to be on your toes and be ready and she is just the hardest worker ever like literally she has these sheets of like what the stage looks like and then for each right like each different like position kind of yeah yeah because like each person in the show has a different what we call a track so the show runs fully through without stops and everyone's on stage the entire time mm-hmm. so like my track will like go stand to the right of the stage for like one moment in the song and then go to the left of the stage and like 30 seconds later but like someone right next to me could have the opposite and audrey has to know both of that times like what probably like four or five people that she's covering and my brain, just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my Lanta. That's like, okay. My brain does the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, Lord, give me strength. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, literally. I cannot do that on my own. Okay, yeah. So, like, going into that, like, how has your faith, which will also touch into, like, your faith as a separate category, but, like, how has your faith played into not only you being, you know, an actor, mm-hmm. but specifically being a swing, since yeah. this is, like, your first time really doing a swing Mm -hmm. kind of ordeal yeah well specifically being an actor I felt like it's not challenging but at times it can be because sometimes theater is a really dark world Mm -hmm. and it's hard to be a light when a lot of people can be like well it's just a character what I say and what I do on stage that's not me Mm -hmm. but I for me I think that is an extension of me it's still me on stage so it's been hard for me to figure out kind of what are my boundaries what will I do on stage and what will I not do on stage which because you can't like practice it exactly yeah but something about this show is we are telling the story of Jesus. So that part has been lifted off and it's been so nice. And I mean, you can make fun of me in the video that I said, like musical theater <laughs> and Jesus, but truly like this has been an experience and something that I have prayed so hard about where I'm yeah. like, Lord, I love theater. And clearly like, I'm sure we'll get into my testimony a little bit, but I was like done with theater and I was like, Lord, I'm only going to do this if it's from you and you want it for me. And then he gave me this opportunity to tell the gospel, tell his story from stage, yeah. doing the thing that he put me on earth to do, using like the talent and the passion that he gave me. So that's been really cool. Um, in terms of being a swing, you really learn about dependence on the Lord. Like I worked at a church camp last summer and it was one of the hardest things I did because you're up at seven in the morning and then you're going until 10 o'clock at night and then you get up and do it again with all the kids and you truly learn like the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's something that I've tried to carry on, knowing that I can't get through my day without relying Mm, on the Lord. And there's nothing I can do by myself. So yes, when I get overwhelmed by the three or the four tracks I have to cover, I'm like, okay, God, you placed me as a swing. Like, 
I could have been Mother Mary. I could have been on the tribe. I could have not been cast at all, but you placed me in this specific role. Right. And I just have to trust you in that and trust that you're going to get me through. Mm -hmm. And that's how I get through it. That's so good. I also feel like, I don't know, that can go for literally so many Mm -hmm. things in like life. We get so narrow-minded in the fact that like, oh, I'm going through, you know, this thing that I'm doing in my life. I have this routine in my life. You know, my life is my life. And and we put on these Mm -hmm. like blinders of like, oh, this is my schedule and this is what I have to do and what I have to do. And oh my gosh, it's piling on like one after the other. Mm -hmm. And I have so many responsibilities I have to do. And like, yes, the Lord has provided passions for us and jobs for Mm -hmm. us and we have like an economy that we've got to like we have to make money (laughs) and provide for ourselves and yes we have responsibilities in this world but at the end of the day we are so lucky that we know there is this greater picture Mm -hmm. and a greater plan that we as people don't have to have planned out because he knows the ultimate plan Mm -hmm. and we can rest in the fact that I can rejoice knowing I will go through my day and I will get to the next day if Mm -hmm. it is in his will, because he will provide that for me. Yeah. So whether that's applying that to having to know all of these tracks and Mm -hmm. having to know all of these different things in a show, it's like at the end of the day, this is a show for the Lord and he has placed you here for a reason. He's not going to give you a task or something super difficult and be like, all right, have fun. Well, can also apply to like, you know, biology class I mean I'm a musical theater major so thankfully I don't really take like science and math classes I don't have to deal with that no stem for us no stem for us take me to tap class yeah um but like you could be in a class that you absolutely despise but trust in the fact like instead of sitting there being like I hate this class more than anything in the world be like okay the Lord put me in this class. He put these people right. also in this class. Maybe he wants to use me to reach out to this one person. Yes. And it's like, once yeah. you get rid of that, like, it's all about me mindset and just being like, okay, Lord, like I'm willing, mm-hmm. put me to work. He will. And you right. just have to like pray for it. Right. To go for it. Really. Yeah. And everything you do, do it for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, he will place the desires in your heart that you you want to seek and not in a way of like, he will give you what you desire. Mm-hmm but he will place what you will desire in the way of like, he will put in your heart the things that you will want if you Mm -hmm. ask him to do that. If I'm of the world and sitting here being like, oh, I really want to like go do X, Y, Z things that morally don't align with what the Bible says, um, then I'm not, I'm not seeking his plan first. But if Mm -hmm. I go to the Lord and be like, God, I really want, okay, totally off topic example, but like kind of on topic example, like I'm saving myself for marriage, but like that doesn't steer away from the fact that I am human and I want to have sex. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but I seek the Lord and I Mm -hmm. ask him like, Lord place in me the desire to follow you. Like Mm -hmm. I need you to place this desire that I don't genuinely have within my human heart because I know you know better. And now like, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, <laughs> well, no sex for me. But like, I don't, I don't crave that like I, I once did because I know he is fulfilling that desire yeah. for me. Well, it's also said there. like the Lord equips the called. He doesn't call the he equipped. equipped. Mm. So like, if he's going to ask you so to good. do something, he's not just choosing you because he's like, oh, Abby is good at this. So that's why I'm going to put her here. 
He's going to be like, right. Abby's bad at this, so I'm going to work through her, right. so then she's good at this. And, don't and like, you just love, me. don't you just oh. love when he does it? It's crazy. Oh. You're like, oh, Lord, I don't want to do that. Like, for examples for me is, like, I, I'm fine at talking to people. I can go up. I can have a conversation with people. But it's never my first thing to, like, go up to a stranger. Mm-hmm. But I cannot tell you the amount of times I get this, like, I need, like, or it's just, like, this urge where it's, like, I need to go talk to this person. Even if right. it's just, like, hey, I really like your hair. Hey, what are you doing? Like, I just, like, I need to say something yeah. to them. And someone's once said to me, like, you don't know what that person has prayed. You don't know what that person is wishing for. So maybe right. they, like, really needed that, like, smile. And then mm-hmm. they see Jesus in that smile. But it's just, like, the Lord is going to use you. You just have to, like, do what he says. And it's so hard. But right. then you can just pray for that confidence in that mm-hmm. and just that willingness to say yes. It's literally just a step-by-step process. Mm-hmm. And there's no need... I wish I could have told myself when I was younger, like, you don't have to do it all right now. Mm -hmm. Like, little steps here and there pushing you a little bit forward Mm -hmm. each day, following him a little bit more Mm -hmm. each day. Like, the reason he has given us the choice to choose him is because we we are human and he is such a gracious God that like we don't have to have this whole plan for ourselves to be like, I have to have it all figured out Mm -hmm. because that's just not the case. And I know from experience when you do have that mindset, it just crumbles and falls. Oh, that's for sure me. I had that mindset and then I went to college and okay, I, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. So I want to hear your story, which yeah. that was a question that someone asked was your testimony. So I want to hear a little bit about, um, you know, did you grow up as a Christian? Yeah. Did you not know Jesus and then know Jesus? Mm-hmm. What, what's your story? I grew up lukewarm. Um, we'd go to church Christmas and Easter, and then we'd go really strong for a month. And then, you know, life gets crazy and then we wouldn't go. Yeah. But I knew about God. He was definitely one of those like last resort where things got bad, then and I would then pray. pray. When I would be really Which sad. Which again is a totally oh, fine thing to do as well. Yeah. Like No, it totally is. I didn't but, know yeah. what a relationship over religion meant. And I figured mm. that out like my senior year of high school. That is when I started going to youth group and our youth pastor really preached on it's so important to go to church, but it is even more important to have a relationship with the Lord and to know who your God is and to read his word and to pray to him and to have that relationship. And then you can go into community because Mm. I was feeling at times I'd go into community. It was, oh, I, I don't know the Bible. I don't know the word. I don't know who this God is. So it's really hard for me to contribute and really hard for me to connect with these people but once I like started to learn what the Lord is and he would just reveal himself to me, I I would want to talk to people about him. And that, if I could like go back and tell like my middle school self, like, hey, you're on a Christian podcast or hey, like at school yeah. you were known Aww. as like the Christian girl because yeah. you just love to talk about God. I'd be like, that's a little crazy. Like yeah. I'm scared to pray in my head. Like it was just, it's just crazy that the closer you get to the Lord, the more almost confidence he gives you because it's not confidence in yourself. It's confidence in him. Mm-hmm. But so senior year, started going to church more. And I was in this like not great relationship and he happened to be kind of um, 
part of the youth leaders. So it became this big struggle of like, am I going to church for God? Am I going to church for this boy? And then I was also trying to find my worth in this boy. And if you try to find your worth in anything besides God, it is going to fail you. I'm so sorry, and young little girl that's listening, but it is true. It's it so true. true. And it will fail Girl, you. if you're going to church to see a boy, the Lord <laughs> is going to wake you up. I'm like, at least you're at church. <laughs> true. Uh, at least you're at church. But are you watching the pastor? Or are you keeping heart? a guy in your eyesight yeah. like I did? Because it was something like... If your heart is feeling a little tug right now, <laughs> there's a into reason. Yeah. Um, but like if I'd find my worth in him, like he constantly failed me. So then because of this youth pastor I was listening to, he's like, you need to find your worth in God. So I was finally like, okay, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to find, try to find my worth in God. Like mm-hmm. I've been told instead of this boy. And it was really hard. And I, it definitely is kind of like Abby said earlier, you're not going to figure everything out all at once. You're not mm-hmm. going to do everything all at once. So it took days and weeks of me being like, anytime I would think about this Lord or think about this boy, I'd go to the Lord and I'd be like, okay, like I'm supposed to go to you. I don't know what to do now, but you told me to come to you. So I'm coming to you. Right. And it just became that like desperation of like, okay, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I'm here. And then soon it became mm-hmm. less about, oh, I'm thinking about that boy to being like, oh, I want to think about the Lord or like, mm. what has the Lord done in my life today? Where did I see him today? Yeah. So through the grace of God, I was able to completely forget about that boy, move on from him and just like grow my relationship with the Lord, That's which was so, so exciting. So I was able to do that. And then you're going to say something. Well, I was just going <laughs> to ask like for the person listening, that's like, what, like, how do you come to the Lord? Like, you know, like, what does that even Literally, mean? y'all, I would put, I had a Bible verse on my lock screen. I could not tell you which one it was. It was, I probably went to Pinterest and typed in cute yeah, Bible verse. Pinterest. Like, literally, that's what I do. And anytime this boy would pop into my head, I would pull up my phone and I would read that Bible verse, which you would think I should have it memorized by now, but I don't. Yeah, See, y'all, don't. it's disciplines. It's so yeah. bad. But literally, anytime I would think about this boy, and I had like four classes with him, so it was hard not to think about, about him. But I would pull up this Bible verse and then I would put it down. And then if I'd see him again, I would do it again. And it just like, it almost became like a jerk reaction where anytime I thought about this boy, then I would think about the Lord. Hmm. And then again, once that boy started to go away and you just had to pray the amount of like, I have, I write all my prayers down in a journal. <laughs> I flip through that journal all the time. And it's like, Lord, why am I thinking about this boy? Lord, I'm tired of thinking about this boy. Lord, I need your prayers. And that went on for months, y'all. Hmm. It was a, one of those bad situationships where it went on for way too long. But you just have to like, be consistent going to the Lord because he's so consistent and so faithful with you mm-hmm. where even when you drift away again and again and again, he's always there for you. So this was a time in my life where I could always go to him. Mm-hmm. And yes, I would drift away two seconds later, but then I'd be pulled back. Yeah. So it's just going to the Lord and making it a habit to be like, okay, God, I'm here. What do I do? And if you mm-hmm. ask him, he's going to answer you. Right. And there's no like one step answer exactly. or like one size answer. Like the way that I have a relationship with the Lord is going to be way different from the way that Audrey has a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I, I came to know the Lord or, or struggle or go up and down is going to be totally different from Audrey's. It's going to mm-hmm. be totally different from Billy Joe's going to be totally mm-hmm. different from Sally Sue. Like mm-hmm. it's all going to be completely different. And that's what makes it beautiful mm-hmm. is that especially in today's society, I feel like there's so much emphasis on like, I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Christian and I do my Christian things the right way, but you're a Christian and you do your Christian things the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Or, well, this person's not a Christian, but blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you why I'm right and blah, blah. We're losing sight of the point of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like, the point of Christianity is not to 
you know, sit here and I'm kind of going on a tangent, but it's going to lead it's into, a good it's, one. It's, it's like, going to lead into preach. A, another, another thing. But like, I feel like the Lord just wants people to know, like the, the way to spread my message is to not say who's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. The way to spread my message is to love one another mm-hmm. first and spread the word, which is why it's so important to get into the word and yeah. to get into the Bible, which yes, like I'm going to say it. I read it some days and I'm like, this is so boring. Like yeah. I literally would be, could be scrolling on TikTok and spending my time yeah. giggling and laughing at the newest meme that's mm-hmm. out or whatever. <laughs> But at the end of the day, like there is a deep passion and a deep drive and fire within me that's like, he could come back at any point. Mm-hmm. And if we for once, like, allow ourselves to kind of lose sight of that fact, there could be a world that we live in very possibly that some of your closest friends and like your brothers and sisters aren't going to spend eternity with you. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's why I want people to know who the Lord is. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's like I'm not trying to tell you that I'm I'm right. Yes, like I'm so lucky I know the truth mm-hmm. of of reality, but at the end of the day, I'm not trying to share with you who the Lord is because I think I'm right. I'm trying to share with you who the Lord is because I want to live with you in heaven forever. And if you can know the truth, that means you can rejoice in the fact that we know how good our God is. Also, it's just, I don't understand how people can get through the day. Like how you can get, (laughs) hey car, how you can get through the day without the Lord's strength. Like there are so many times I'm like, I cannot do this. Or like the Lord's promise of joy or the Lord's promise of hope. Like when you're going through something and you're like, wow, everything sucks. God promises things are going to get better. He's going to work all things out for his good for those who believe in him. And it's like, if I didn't have that, if I didn't know that, how would I get through something that's so difficult? Yeah. And the beauty of hard times too is that the hard times are going to make you a better person. As awful as it is to be like, oh, like I hate going through this right now. At the end of the day, like be grateful that you are because my hardest seasons in life have made me who I am today. And I know that's so cheesy and that's so like, okay, Abby, you can say that because you're not in a hard season right now. But if you want to go listen to the times where I was in a hard season, skip back a year before this podcast. So you can hear some pretty deep stuff that was going on in life. But I want to, I want to, okay. I want to take this. whole conversation and kind of turn it to in the rehearsal room. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of different beliefs in this, in this, um, project and Mm -hmm. majority of the people I would say aren't Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's kind of interesting to be like, Oh, you're doing a Christian show. And like Mm -hmm. majority of the people don't believe in Jesus or like, you know, don't whatever. But I would love for you to describe, because you were an outsider looking in, Mm -hmm. there was a different energy when we, and this doesn't spoil anything, but we did the crucifixion scene. Jesus does die, but don't worry guys. He comes back to life. Resurrection. He rises from the dead. I'm so sorry. Ruined it for everybody. Go read your Bible. You can Um, find that out and see how much he loves you. you. Um, But could you just kind of like describe, because I know you, I know everyone in that room felt that energy of like, we all were like connected, mm-hmm. even though we all didn't believe the same thing. Like we were all connected over this story 
of Jesus like dying and yeah. rising from the dead and like everyone was just in tears and I don't know like what did what did that you know if it mm-hmm. meant anything to you just yeah. like outsider looking in like what do you what do you have to say about that say, well I think as a Christian a lot of times we can grow numb to the gospel because we hear yeah. it all the time and that's so yeah. terrible to say but I'm like, like growing oh yeah up you hear the yeah. like, watered down stories. you're like Jesus died on the cross for you I'm like okay he died on the cross for me yeah. like that's cool but truly think about it. He died on the cross. Mm. Like, he had stakes in his hand. He had to carry a cross after he was whipped 39 times. Like, the stuff he had to go through, we cannot wrap our heads around it. I can't. Yeah, I can't I sit here and imagine, like, a man getting whipped and then having to carry well, and something. it's like God sent his son. His like, son. Like, yes. yes. Father, son. Okay, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, not to dig into right now, but Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. You know, you've heard of like oh three and one. Mm-hmm. You know, but but Jesus is God in in human form. Um, Jesus is God's son. So imagine as a parent, or like imagine yourself with a child, and it's almost easier to be like, I'm gonna send myself. Yeah. Rather than. I am going to nominate my child yeah. and give my child to die for you. And like, I can't you know relate to I that. Mean? I like, don't have a kid. So I, right but now. Are you thinking about like babysitting? A babysitting? Like, or I think of my little brother. Yeah, like if I had like, to send my little brother, I'm like, no. Like I, but just think it's that feeling I have towards yeah. my little brother times a bajillion million. Like it's even more than like my right. mom has towards me. Like because God's but, love is perfect. Right. And it's for us. Exactly. So anyways, besides the point, um, but as a Christian, I think we can grow numb to it, Mm -hmm. but seeing it and obviously we're not like actually whipping Max who plays Jesus and we're not doing these things, but it has that impact. And Mm -hmm. we're sitting there watching this guy go through this pain and having to struggle and struggle and struggle. And the biggest moment for me is after this happens, he starts singing to another character. And our director, Mm -hmm. this is why he's a two-time Tony (laughs) nominator, he looks at the guy playing Jesus, and he says, in this moment, even after you've been whipped and you've been hurt and you're about to be crucified, it is not about you. You are trying to make the person you're talking to feel better, feel safe, knowing that they're going to be okay. And I just thought about that, and I was like, that's truly how Jesus is. While he was on the cross, he didn't care that he was getting whipped. He didn't care that he was getting hurt because he knew he was doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And that is just insane to me. And we were all sitting there and I mean, I can't speak for anyone else. I can't speak for people who don't believe in what they're watching, but I just think the difference of like seeing it and knowing right. like, Hey, right. someone did go through that. And even if you don't believe that they did it for you, mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. And it's just, watching it I think is real because again a lot of people grow numb to it but seeing yeah. it and hopefully the Lord touched them in a way that they had never been touched to and maybe they don't know that it was the Lord that touched them but like they had that moment of mm-hmm. that happened yes. like and us as believers on the side being we're like, like we guys know. we know what he's doing like <laughs> you can see God moving in in the room and that's something yeah. cool that I get to watch I get to see those moments I get to see these faces and I'm sure maybe some of it's acting like acting serious and sad and somber yeah, yeah. but it's like when our stage management team after everyone hands out tissues and almost every person grabs it <laughs> the equity tissue like the equity tissues that's what we call them we're not equity but no we just call them that. <laughs> but it's just it's so cool and it there's just so many times throughout the show that I'm like because a lot of Anna Miriam Brown her lyrics are from the Bible and it's so cool yeah. that we get to sing words of scripture but it's just like wow Jesus meant them yeah like they're not just some word that he said on a mountain mm-hmm. like he truly meant them yeah and he did it for me and it just feels so personal well and he 
he didn't just do it for Christians. No, he did it for everyone. Which I think is the beautiful thing. That, yeah. Because especially we're all sitting there putting together this show about Jesus's life and we're not all Christians and we still all love each other. Oh, yes. And we still all get everyone along. Everyone is so and fun. Everyone and has different views and different beliefs and we just have fun and we just love each other and like, yeah. I'm going to try to share with my friend that doesn't believe, you know, who Jesus is. But I would do that regardless exactly. of whoever I was in the room with because that's just what I want to do. And our you know? show is about Jesus, right. but it's about love. It's about Jesus's right. love for others. And that as right. Christians is what we're and supposed I, to be telling is I about think, love. I think too, like one thing I've learned about especially this project is that I underestimate, and I can't believe I'm even saying this, but like I underestimate how powerful oh, God is because I time. feel like, like I put this pressure on myself to be like, it's me who's going to change someone and oh, it's yeah. me who's going to, you know, I'm prideful in the fact that I'm like, it's me who's going to yeah. be able to share with this person, the Lord and like blah, 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 blah. And I like beat myself up if I feel like I'm not doing good enough and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then I'm like, I sit back and I'm like, I'm literally at rehearsal watching a show about Jesus why don't I think he can just do it from this? Exactly. Because he can. So like, why am I trying to yeah. tell God what he can and can't do? Like he has me placed mm-hmm. here. Let me just be part of the process and be part yeah. of this plan that he has me in and stop trying to take the control but from But it's not him. our job. And it right. says somewhere, I think it, it's one of the Corinthians. I think it's second, but it's talking about like, it doesn't matter who plants. It doesn't matter who waters the seed. Right. It only matters that God is the one who grows it. Mm. And it's like, yes, we're going to be used for the Lord's purpose and we do all things for his glory. But in the end, it doesn't matter that I should the gospel with person A, person B, person C, mm-hmm. because it's the Lord that's going to work in their life. Right. Mm. And I think sometimes as Christians, especially if we have like close people that aren't believers, we feel a lot of that responsibility and that burden, like, well, they're not a believer yet. And have I shared enough? It's like my job to get them to believe. It's not. Mm. It's your job to pray for them. It's your job to share the gospel with them when you feel called and compelled. But you can't, but you can't them. change them and you can't get them to accept mm. Jesus into their heart. You just have to and love them. And nor do we want to change no. a person for who they are. But rather just share the truth. Yeah, share the truth. And then like love. You're when you know Jesus, you just like I feel like you get brighter. Because obviously, like we're like if you follow Jesus, you're the light of the world. Like I just feel like you just get happier and you get more joyful. And it's just like, who wouldn't want to be happier and more joyful and feel loved and worthy all the time? Mm -hmm. Even when everyone else in your life has failed you, every worldly person has failed you, God never will. So who wouldn't want that? That like confidence. Mm. And the fact like Psalm 139, like he made you so individually and wonderfully and like carved you and created you like who wouldn't want that yeah. like he calls us like his masterpiece like isn't that crazy like I'm a masterpiece exactly wow. like we're god's yeah, masterpiece yeah. like that's insane to me yeah. that's a masterpiece is something you take pride in and something that like you love and you're so so proud of and god is proud of me no matter mm. all of my sins and my failures like who wouldn't want that that's so good audrey lee y'all <laughs> audrey lee um ah, that was really good it's in ephesians that's what i'm reading right now yeah that we're read ephesians read the bible (laughs) listen if you want to hear more from audrey you just go give her a follow on her insta which is um audrey maxine underscore audrey maxine (laughs) underscore um thank you so much for coming thank you for having me thank you for just such good words i would say 
from what I've been listening to our conversation, if we could wrap up this whole <laughs> crazy conversation of every <laughs> avenue that we went, at the end of the day, like, God's got you. Mm-hmm. And I he don't loves know, you. You know, and he loves you, and, and we're human, and we're not going to get it right, and we're going to be prideful, and we're going to mess mm-hmm. up. But at the end of the day, he sent his son for you, so we're forgiven yeah. always, continually, over and over and over His again. mercies are new every, every single, single day. day. Maybe we should write like another song <laughs> about that. Hey, Anna, we have rewrites. We write, oh, mercies we are write, new. Like, curtain call. Mercies we are new. Like, bows. <laughs> we can be like, yo, 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 mercies. It's oh, just... wiki, wiki, <laughs> Jazz rock. Jazz yeah. rock. And I'll come on. Who's that girl? She Who's hasn't been in the girl? show the whole number. <laughs> so, I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> Audrey comes on for like, just Sweet about. Sweet nation, let's go! Every like new Mark mercies, and Nicholas come mercies. on. Gigi comes on. We're like, yeah, and a five and a six and a. People are like, uh, yeah. we do the whole show again. Just the yes, four. Yeah, just the four. <laughs> Except no one can replace Jazz Rock. So no, I will you come can on. Be Jazz Rock. For those, you know what? If you want to know who Jazz Rock is, come tune see in to the next show. episode. Oh. oh. <laughs> Well, come see too. the show, <laughs> but more importantly, listen to me talk all the time. Uh, no, come see the show. It's opening May 5th in the Grandscape. Um, that's going to be previews up until May 18th, which is like the full like grand opening of the show never changing again. For those of you that don't know, um, previews are basically like it's the show. Like we're going to be putting on the show, but it's still subject to change. We can still make changes to it. So it's not like the final product, but you're still basically going to see the show. So I would encourage you... Um, to come see it in previews, see it previews and come think, see it when it opens and then probably just come see it again um, and again and again because you're gonna want to see it again because one it's about jesus and two it is the coolest like theatrical production yeah. i've ever seen it's amazing like, and also you never know when, uh, where audrey will be that's that true night. i might be so, there i might be on stage i might be in the curtain call we'll let y'all know we will let y'all know um thank you so much for coming thank you, for thank you guys me. so much for listening um i love you jesus loves you audrey loves you and we're gonna say that's life on Okay, ready? One, two, three. That's life. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are now part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. God loves you, Jesus loves you, and that's life. Um, someone wants to know what our favorite thing about each other is. Oh, I was thinking about mine for you. What is it? It was that you, like the joy of the Lord is so evident in you. Like every single person who meets you falls in love with you and cannot help but smile like when they're with you. So like the joy of the Lord is so evident in you. So that's my favorite thing about you. Audrey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm like blushing. What do I have to do right now? I'm like, my favorite thing about you is that you, um, no. My favorite thing about Audrey out of all of them, I don't know which one to pick. No, I think my favorite thing about Audrey, one of my favorite things about Audrey is that I always know I have a friend that I can depend on for, like, not, like, depend on of, like, needing things, but just depend on to know that, like, you are my friend. Like, you are my comfort person. Like, you are my person I go to when I'm, like, 
I want to be around her. Like, I just want to be there because I know she, you are just a, uh, what's the word? Like a, a stable, not stable, like a, a constant. Oh. You're like the constant in my yes. life right now, which is like, because <laughs> everything's just so crazy. I've never yeah. lived here before. I, I've never done this before. It just feels like you're like the constant that I was praying for of like, oh, oh I really hope I just have like one thing that, you know, I can feel comfort in and that's okay. I think it's you. I was praying for you too like, I, think it's, I think it's you you're like I Lord I need a sign actually you just love me so much um okay someone else asked wonder who asked this what's your favorite thing about Rachel <laughs> Rachel who uh I don't know her last name oh, actually I don't really know no Rachel Brown Anna Miriam Brown's sister creative consultant her. she's a creative story. consultant she also has a dog who's the assistant to the creative consultant <laughs> my favorite thing about Rachel is that she is so comfortable with taking my food whenever she wants it. That's my favorite. I was going to say my favorite thing is she is so herself. She yeah. does not change for yeah. anyone. And okay, I just... Well, then I'll do a real one. My favorite thing about Rachel is her dog. <laughs> I don't know. I have lots of favorite things about Rachel. I love you, Rachel. I like Rachel's hair. Um... <laughs> Yeah, she's really pretty. We, like, we hair. like her hair. We like her eyes. We I like, like when her... she she has these pair of jeans that I think are really cute. She's good style. Good shoes. Okay, last question. <laughs> Favorite moment of his story so far? Oh gosh, I know mine, but I want to save it till the end because <laughs> <laughs> it's for a specific reason. Oh no. Um, I mean, probably seeing the crucifixion for the first time. Hmm. I mean, you can't really beat that one. Yeah, funny one when. You got jazz rock. Yes. <laughs> like, little did they know. Little did they know that they <laughs> did something. Um, Recording studio was fun. My, oh yeah, that was fun. The that first like fun. four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone started getting. <laughs> My favorite moment of his story so far is meeting three really, really kind souls. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> they're not specifically in the cast. Um, <laughs> Per se, but they are mm, behind the scenes, if you will. Um, they like, follow us around with these cameras. <laughs> it's like, who are you talking about? All the time. And they don't speak a lot, especially when they're holding the cameras. They just don't talk to us. I'm convinced that they all need glasses and their prescription are just the lenses of the camera. Because they just, they just don't like stuff on their face. So I they don't have know to why they're on a there. True. I'm not really sure what they're doing, but just having them there just makes me feel, I don't know, special and seen, I guess. Um, seen like they were looking through the lens of the seen, camera? Yeah. Like yeah. they're like, like, they're like, almost like, they like taking me. it in like, like and recording and, and filing it, it somewhere yeah. and gonna like put it together and yeah like, you know make I a get memory that. or something i don't know but like um, make a documentary yeah like a yeah. documentary documentary oh. for sure love them so much <laughs> little yeah. did they know they all smell bad <laughs> <laughs> anyways um okay that's it this that's is gonna it. be the extension Hi. if you listen to the end you get this exclusive content Anything else you want to say? His mercies are new every day. Hey, his mercies is are awesome new every day. And hey. hey. Oh, hey. also, <laughs> Abby can freestyle. I can freestyle, but I'll save that for next week's <laughs> opening activity. <laughs> okay. Love you all. Bye. Bye. It flies on the wall. Say hi, Jackson. Do you ever want to be on the camera? Like, you ever like, I wish I could be on camera. Say hi, Jackson. You have to say it. You have to say it. Hi. <gasps> That's Jackson. Dum, dum, dum. It's Jackson. Exposed. <laughs> Anything you want to say to the people of the pod? This is your chance to talk. Hi. A man, a few words. <laughs> Thank you.
you want to say anything, Alex? Hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> Athena, no, no, do you want to say anything? That's all you're allowed to say. I'm Athena. Oh. No, it's hey. Athena. That's all you're allowed to say is your name. Athena, hi. Alec, Jackson. You say hi with your name, that's it. Well, you did hi, really good, Abby. Then. Hi, Audrey. Go ahead. Hi, Jackson. <laughs> hi, Jackson. Oh, that's